await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 276 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we'll be talking about PlayStation's rumored hardware showcase. We're going to have a whole bunch of Final Fantasy news, an extravaganza, if you will. And how PlayStation is leaving Gamescom and so much more. But with all that said and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? Doing real (laughs) great, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) We got it. Oh, my God. It sounds so good. Uh, You sound so good. I got to get used to it. Yeah, so... um... First things first, uh, patrons, uh, this is the first show with the new fancy mic, all because of your support. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love you very, very much. I feel like a professional with this thing. That's right. Uh, especially, like, honestly, I love the Elgato mic. The Wave 3 mic was fantastic. It was. This mic arm, though, man, I whew, I am <laughs> a cloud nine with this thing. It's so smooth. It doesn't make any noise. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel really cool just moving it around all over the place. I know it's not really great for audio, but you know what? I can do it. Yeah. And listen, you had a, a little bit of event happen to you that I yes. was very concerned about. Yeah, I lost my dollar bill in yeah. the crack of my car uh, in between <laughs> the driver's seat. And- Were you able to get it back? <laughs> yeah. No, the Stevenson household got hit by COVID. Mm. Um, two and a half years of doing everything that we could possibly can yeah and it only took one person who should not have been out and about to bring it back yeah and um but everybody's good. okay everybody is good. good i am still recovering uh, luckily uh, knock on wood uh, i didn't get hit with like the respiratory issues of covid yeah. it just felt like i got hit by a mac truck i was so okay. stiff and sore and headaches and fevers and all that stuff. Yeah. But so like I'm I'm lucky that is all that I had. Yeah. Um, but like my mom lost her her taste. She can't taste anything. She was in bed for a couple of days. Little Owen, who I was very, very nervous about, who's gonna be a year old in two weeks. Oh my god, already? Uh, I know it's crazy. Uh he was positive. He had a really rough like Sunday mm-hmm. and then he was back to normal on Monday. It, it oh. was very stressful because uh, he's the only one in the house that isn't vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, for obvious reasons. Cause they, I think just greenlit the yeah. vaccine for the younger. How, kids. Do you, how do you make those little baby syringes? Yeah, I, I'm not a doctor. Knows? I can't figure that out. Hey, Fisher price, you know, <laughs> I, exactly. I know there's toy versions of them. Like yeah. just make them real. Um, Oh, that's a horrible business strategy. Don't do that, Fisher Price. One, yeah, uh, the Fisher Price uh, like CEOs like that is genius, and that idiot didn't trademark it. <laughs> Frederick, get the patents out. <laughs> oh my god! But dude, they're gonna I'm- be afraid. They're gonna license out cartoon characters, and then the kids are gonna be afraid of Paw Patrol dogs because they're too sharp. That's right. <laughs> Uh, uh yes, yeah, Stevenson Household's back on the mend. Everyone's good. 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 Um, very very happy. Yeah. Just really wish it never hit in the first place because it's been a week out of work. I don't get paid, so I'm gonna have to figure some things out. Yeah. But you show know, what? A it's, luck. yeah, you know me. I always <laughs> show like, um, 
<laughs> OnlyFans gets from here down oh. video feed. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Like, yeah, I don't. I don't wear shorts when I record, and you know, OnlyFans, uh, uh, Kinder Puppy, <laughs> which is my username over there. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, fun fact: that is the the screen name Xbox gave me. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> they, I couldn't put back in the day when I was Who That Ninja, they wouldn't yeah. have accepted because it, it was too long. Hmm. So they gave me Kinder Puppy, which I think is the same number of letters. And so, I didn't know how to change it, so I had to use my free name change to change it from Kinder Puppy to Mr. K-Step. Honestly, sounds equally good to me. That said, though, <laughs> I'm so happy that you're better. I'm so happy Thank that you. everybody in your house is. Because I was giving you, like, straight yeah, you up were, every day. I'm like, how are you yep. feeling? You're like, here's some breathing exercises. I'm yep. like, maybe I didn't communicate with you, Joe, just what I'm going through. Because <laughs> I'm not... I'm not dealing with that, and luckily no one in the yeah. house was. But I appreciate you so much for doing that. Of course, appreciate everyone for sending me their well wishes. It uh, means yeah. a lot. And also, a, a long intro aside, I do want to thank Scoop Jess, who got me. They literally just came in before recording. The purple PlayStation Five plates. Ooh, the console looks beautiful. Looks absolutely beautiful. So thank you so much, Scoop Jess. You are the real one, and um, honestly, it looks fantastic that's and that's my life update you're like i, I survived a deadly <laughs> illness and me is like i waited for ups <laughs> and, and while we're at it because i don't think i said anything on on last week's show yeah um but i wanted to and i just forgot please shout out to griffin in the community and in, in the discord uh i don't i think griffin's old username is griffin mm-hmm. um but i was i wanted that last was part one Firefly Edition, really bad. It's only on PlayStation Direct. Yeah. PlayStation Direct hates us so much, in fact, that I just, before we started recording, I was like, oh, let me see if I can just get the side plates. I don't yeah. know, maybe. Nope, still can't. Because uh, for some for some billing issue, we which always get is a weird not error. existent. Yeah. Yeah. I need, uh, to, but, I need to call up PlayStation Direct. I mean, I did. They were like, uh, I don't, we don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, Griffin had two ordered. He's sending one to my house, so I don't have to worry about it. That's awesome. And won't take any of my money. Hmm. So what I'm going to do to pay it forward, because I don't I don't play those games. I'm very appreciative. Yeah. And if I knew how to send Griffin the money, I would. <laughs> I'm going to give um, somebody in the community $100 to PSN. Ooh. The, the equivalent. So all you have to do is Joe loves sweet num nums in the comment sections. Oh, no, God, or no. Joe- or tweet at us at Mr. KSEP, at Mr. Bevit, and at PS Trophy Room on Twitter with Joe Loves Sweet Num Nums, <laughs> and I will pick somebody to get $100 to PSN. And you know what? We'll throw <laughs> and throw a, a Spotify five star review. Yeah. yeah an yeah, Apple yeah. review. You could say Joe Loves Sweet Num Nums. I hate how this has become a thing within this community so much. <laughs> It's, I it's, thought of that last week and I've been holding on to it because I know how much you hate it. <laughs> oh man, I love I love having you back, man. I really do. <laughs> that said, listen, we got a lot of PlayStation stuff to talk about this week, but just a little bit of housekeeping. First things first, Corey Barlog keeps keeps teasing us about how he he's played God of War Ragnarok. He knows things about God of War Ragnarok. He it's keeps... been a week since you've been back, Corey. Slow down. <laughs> slow down. Slow your roll on Twitter, but I get it. You're working overtime there. There may be a state of play sooner rather than later. We don't know when this state of play may be dropping, 
But if there is God of War Ragnarok news to be had, just be on the lookout. If there is a state of play that drops, there will be a reaction podcast to come alongside it. So it may be on a Monday, maybe when we actually record or, or drop a, a episode out, which is every Thursday. Who knows? Just be on the lookout. Check your RSS feeds. That said, of course, if you like what you're hearing, please, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or a five-star review over on Spotify. It definitely does help us out, and it grows this big, beautiful family that we call home here at the Trophy Room. And of course, I want to thank our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash Trophy Room. It is the reason why we look so good. We sound so great. Look, Kyle sounds so goddamn crisp, and he just got over a respiratory disease. (laughs) It's amazing. It's all because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So if we ever got you through a long car ride, a long day at work, whatever your situation may be, definitely does help us out. Even if it's just a buck, uh, it it helps grow this channel and make us better. So thank you so much. And I want to thank our newest patrons, Richard Jones at the Bronze Lover level. Savoy Prime at the Bronze Plus tier. I want to thank our Platinum Producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our Gold Members, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Awesome Dave, Robbie Bobby Miller, Shubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus Members, Hide Indoors, Nakachaka. Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadas Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, Kay Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Fuji, <sighs> Annie Daynell, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Manx Vigia, The Lord, Commander Kogi, Elo2032, Stephen Flesh, Jinx, The 27th, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Millennial Falcon Gaming, and Doth Simon the Pie Man. Goodbye, Doth. Bye, man. That's a little, that's a little wink and a nod, you know? Everybody watch, anybody watch Kenobi? It's amazing. It made me believe in God again, you know what I mean? <laughs> All thanks to you amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Thank you all so much. And now it is time to square up the news. What brings you back into the house of our Lord, Joe? Some guy in a mask? <laughs> <laughs> Guy in a robe and a guy in a dark yeah. suit and a respiratory Weird. thing. They yell at each a other about the machine. <laughs> and like, you know, we're I'm here to see what it's all about again. It's a little frog child. <laughs> <laughs> and like the priest is like, listen, whatever's getting him in the door nowadays. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know what? Next <laughs> next Sunday for mass, it's lightsaber yeah. a, a day. Just bring your lightsabers to church. Exactly. And then like they'll throw like this is the way somewhere in a hymn. <laughs> Lord be with you, and this is the way. Uh, First bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Nick Tan over at PS Lifestyle. New Sony gaming headsets reportedly leaked. A trio of Sony gaming headsets have been reportedly leaked, specifically three Sony InZone H-series headphones, the H3, H7, and H9. This report comes by way of Site91 Mobiles from tipster Steve Hemmerstoffer, otherwise known as at on leaks on Twitter. On the more affordable end, the Sony InZone H3 is a wired headset with a black mic stem coming out of the left ear cup. It will have a USB Type-C port, a button for toggling noise canceling or ambient sound mode, an LED indicator, and a volume wheel next to the mic. The Sony InZone H7 will look very similar to its H3 counterpart, with the exception of a white mic stem. 
capable of wireless connectivity via Bluetooth USB dongle. The H7 has a power button and a game chat button along the right ear cup. The premium Sony InZone H9 operates similar to the H7, except that it includes noise, noise canceling and an additional LED light. The report does not provide a release date for these three headsets, nor does it mention a price point. Earlier this month, there was speculation of another PlayStation State of Play from insider Tom Henderson. His original tweet about the possible event was removed after he realized that he, quote, had to delete the hardware bit because it's not what people are speculating, end quote. The announcement of these Sony InZone headsets may have been the hardware bit he originally referenced. And in an update from PS Lifestyle, the two in-zone monitors have been labeled as perfect for PS5 and will come with exclusive features for PlayStation, such as auto HDR tone mapping and auto genre picture mode. The first of the monitors will be suited to those who want 4K gaming at 144 Hz, and the second will provide full HD gaming at 240 Hz and has... Oh, what's happening here, PS Lifestyle? Did the uh-uh. sentences get cut off yeah maybe uh both will apparently get vrr hdmi g-sync support and have a low latency of one millisecond gtg whatever that that means that's me (laughs) not ps lifestyle the monitors are both alleged to come with gaming assist features to help with accessibility across a wider range of people these include a viewfinder black equalizer to improve brightness in dark locations and refined brightness and contrast according to the report both the perfect for ps5 in-zone monitors and the in-zone gaming headsets are due to be revealed by the end of this week. It's unknown whether the previously rumored PS5 Pro controller will also be announced at the same time. Sony is yet to make any comments on the rumors. And it wasn't until this moment, Joe, I realized that second paragraph was talking about actual video monitors. I thought they were still talking about headsets. And I'm like, what are you? What? Yeah. Viewfinder with headsets. How is that going to work? Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. Are we doing scouters like <laughs> Dragon Ball Z? Oh, my God. Just kind of flop down? Honestly, if that, if that was actually like a peripheral that came, like if that's what Google Glass was going to be, uh-huh. I would have been an early adopter. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be 100%. Those Imagine if that was a thing with PlayStation where it goes down and it like... For for me as a trophy hunter, it keeps yeah. tracking your trophies there and tracking Ooh. your trophies like in the scouter. Or just like I just want to scan someone's power level, so I know like oh that's a person I with or not, you know. <laughs> uh, but then I'll forget to take it off. I go look at the mirror and see how low power level I'm at. Fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um. So okay, this is a lot of numbers, letters, hertz, all yeah. that jazz. I want to read the first question. This comes from Rick, the Welsh, uh, the Welsh one. With the hardware announcement coming, are you expected to see PSVR 2 again or the Pro Controller? If either of these are getting release dates, will you be getting it on day and date? Why or why not? Kyle? Uh, oh, man, this is tough. Yeah. I, do we know if this is like a super long hardware show so that's the thing so right now it looks like uh on a youtube premiere video like it's it's there it's it's i think it's next week sometime is a sony hardware showcase so pretty much what this this is is because it relates to playstation and this is their now gaming peripheral set sony is looking at the 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 ecosystem going okay so there's a turtle beach there's a razor there's a, a, a Steel, Steel series. series. You know, there's all these competitors An out Astro. there. An Astro. An Astro. Why aren't we in there? 
because we're already in the gaming space, right, with software and hardware. Mm-hmm. And somewhat even in the peripheral side of things, why can't we even go deeper into this by actually offering people a gaming peripheral alongside the hardware, alongside the software, and integrate it as such where it's like, yeah, your games, your PlayStation exclusive games will sound better or look better on a PlayStation or Sony screen or Sony headset. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of their way of of looking at it, which to me, I think is is genius. Yeah. You know? They've also tried this before. They have. They have the PlayStation TV yeah. that had the th- came with the 3D uh, goggles. I think they... Adver- oh, I know. About- I, yeah, I know you have one. I'm not at all jealous. <laughs> it's fine. It right <laughs> uh, but like they were touted. I distinctly remember Motorstorm. Yes. Being like the reason to play it in 3D and, and being like the showpiece with mm-hmm. it. Um, I think MLB the show actually was another one too. Cause you can play MLB the show. Yeah. It was like, it was like, it, it was a cool idea too. Yeah. Again, I got this monitor for 40 bucks at GameStop. I remember that, <laughs> uh, but it was just like, Hey, one person wears the 3d goggles. You see the, you yes. see the whole mm-hmm. screen and then player two will put on the goggles and they'll see the whole screen through their perspective, which is a wild Great concept. Idea. Yeah. Wild I, concept. Yeah. That's it. I don't know the execution cause I never put on those goggles. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But like, you're right. They have done this before. It hasn't panned out for them. Mm-hmm. But like, if this isn't a gimmick and this is actual hardware, hardware, I think that they can make a, a God's honest attempt because like when I think of Sony, I actually do think of headphones. They make fantastic headphones. So like to me, I'm like, yeah, that's a match made in heaven. All they need is a, a cheap little boom arm mic and they got themselves a worthy competitor in that space like so are, are are you saying they're giving up on these bad boys so that is another question it's like that, this was what, what two years old yeah this launched alongside ps5 yeah the, the what is it the oh the, i'm sorry uh audio only listeners I'm, yeah. I'm holding up the pulse 3d headsets exactly so i don't think they're i don't think they're throwing away those um, because a they're they're solid headphones. Yeah, I, I think this is more like like I don't think you're gonna see these headphones be branded PlayStation, you know, H one. Sure, okay. these are Sony H one. I bet they'll be able to be, you know, played on PlayStation, played on Xbox, and played on whatever. I think mm-hmm. this is more for them to say, you know, brand synergy amongst all the companies that they own. If that makes yeah, any yeah, sense. Because yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, I think we've spoken on it before. Like. PlayStation is a huge moneymaker for Sony, mm-hmm. that PlayStation brand. So, yeah, it would make sense to kind of tie it alongside with that. Yeah. It's wa- kind of like a an add-on package kind of deal situation. Yeah. You want it to kind of, to, to kind of marry the two companies, not to be plastered with the brand PlayStation, or else that's going to alienate, you know, uh, user, you know, the Xbox user, PC user, or yeah, yeah, Nintendo yeah, yeah. user. So you want to say these are a Sony branded headphone and Sony, again, synonymous with good audio. So I think that's, a again, a great step in the right direction. In terms of the monitors as well, you know, I put it here in the notes because this is something when I was writing it down, I was like, this makes so much sense. PlayStation is entering the esports scene, right? They bought Evo. You know, they want to dive into this arena. What better way of like, you don't need to partner with, you know, uh, Asus or Lenovo or LG or Samsung to get your monitors. 
You could just bring them all in house. You could just have the Evo event be one big Sony promotion where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, here's all your, your your PlayStation Five banners everywhere. You know, all the pro circuits using the H three headsets, and they're playing on the you know in zone monitors. Like that to me makes perfect perfect sense for yeah. for just business wise. Absolutely. So I actually think that this is a really genius move. That being said, though, Kyle. This makes a whole lot of sense in the business aspect. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're f- two big business-centric folks. <laughs> Does any of what they're selling you here make you interested in actually trying out these headphones or actually going out there and buying one of these monitors? I mean, I, I think you know and our community knows and people who listen, I don't play games with headphones. Uh, no, it's wild. You make me sick. It's wild. Um, So I could care less, honestly, about the headsets or the monitors for that matter, because I have an OLED TV, you know, like it's a little it's on the older side. It's like three, four years old at this point. But Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to replace that with an in zone (laughs) monitor, because why would I? I I, I just don't know. Uh, The thing that, you know, what I want to see from this is what Rick the Welsh one is hinting at. It's like, I would love to see what the pro controller is. Mm. I think, I think why not just make this a high end brand, high end um, accessory kind of showcase yeah. for PlayStation and the rumor of the pro controller, which we talked about, I think a few weeks ago, yeah, last week, that would, that would make sense on this stage, mm-hmm. even PSVR two at some point. Cause like, I feel well, Why not get, go all in? Yeah, so let's get right into Rick's question here. Um, are you expecting PSVR 2? No. I, I feel like if they had any chance of showing off PSVR 2's like, announced date or price, it was going to be probably, you know, two weeks ago's, you know, AAA showcase. So I, I actually don't think it's there. Okay. The Pro Controller? I'm of two minds. Because, like, again, you don't want to brand it to PlayStation if you're Sony because that's going to alienate some of your possible consumers on other ecosystems, right? Sure. At the same side or the different side of the spectrum, it's like, okay, so maybe we get this God of War trailer, right, or a release date reveal. Does a pro controller announcement right afterwards really fit? or make sense in that announcement. Oh wait, are you saying we we would get God of War release date at this hardware show? Yeah. No way. It's, no way. I don't know, man. <laughs> like No way. When are we Here's the thing. When are we supposed to see this thing? Jason Schreier and and the folks over at IGN and and pretty much most mainline sources say at the end of the month we know. Next week is the end of of June. So, like, when are we supposed to get God of Wars? When is this hardware showcase? Again, I believe it's next week, if I'm not mistaken. It is next week? Yeah. That's a great question. Watch its release tomorrow. I'm like, (laughs) exactly. Hey, stay tuned to the new state of play covering God of War Ragnarok in two hours. And Um, in zone. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I feel like I I don't think they would put God of War at a hardware specific thing. But I'm like, it just doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. Unless it's just like PlayStation being PlayStation and they're not talking to each other. Right. And then they slip in 
the <laughs> you know this will play best with this pro controller yeah. ragdrack on november 11th or something like that. like just hmm. kind of slip it in there because no one's proofreading kind right. of like a um a similar thing where uh, who was it in europe during the sales call was it epic yes and they were like, oh, yeah, they had like the Avatar game logo they were talking about and the mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 Pro and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like those things that I'm pretty sure Sony didn't want to talk about yet, but they just kind of went off on their own kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. It's just That's another thing. Are we going to see a PlayStation 5 Pro at this hardware? No. That's been rumored for a little bit or no. like whatever yeah. redesign they're doing because of the the chip shortage or whatnot. Well, and rumor has it the chip shortage is being alleviated as we speak. So PS5s yeah. are going to be. I know the PS Direct had uh, uh, a lot for people to buy today. Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, I would be able Wario to buy one if I wanted. I know me neither. Wario sixty four said he joined the link like twenty minutes after it went live and was yeah. still able to get one. Yeah. So like that seems like it's a better fit than it has been. Seems. So, who knows? Who knows? Seems. Uh. That being said, the pro controller interests me a great deal. So, like, out of all these things, out of all the rumors and the speculation, like, I have, you know, Steel Series headphones. We're not sponsored by them, but, you know, Steel Series. Hi. And if not, they break super easy. <laughs> I know, I love them. Um, but, yeah, like, so I have no need for a, a $300 headset. Mm-hmm. But again, still series, you want to send me over a headset. Well, hey, you know, show me why I need to be gaming with headsets. I know. Come on. We're the fourth most popular PlayStation podcast. My address mean something. PO box. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so headset, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Uh, a new monitor, though. Like, I am actually, ironically, in the market for a new monitor. I do like Sony panels a lot. So maybe that interests me so that this the monitor could be used so that when i'm streaming i could just you know have an easier experience there and the samsung could then take over my it's going strong at like 10 plus years playstation (laughs) tv as my second monitor Uh so you know for me that's that's what i kind of kind of see the most use for me as a daily driver would probably be the monitor but even then it's like show me the price point yeah 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 the thing that has me most excited is that pro controller. Whatever flappy mm-hmm. panels is there because I like the idea of the elite controller from Xbox. But and I and I hear it from my Xbox bu- uh buddies and I've had the experience. Those controllers are not for the for its build quality worth that 200 bucks. So for PlayStation, it's like you have to have solved that analog drift problem in this controller. And if you haven't, I would not recommend anybody buy it. Mm-hmm. So like, there are still questions I have about that pro controller and what's being put in it, but that would be the thing that would have me day and date because I prefer to play my multiplayer games like my Fortnites on PlayStation. So mm-hmm. that pro controller speaks to me as that multiplayer centric gamer. Can I, uh, can I bring up something to your earlier point about them sure. not having the pro controller here? Cause it would alienate, the other people out there yeah. with PlayStation's push to bring everything to PC. That would be a way to not alienate a huge fan base of it being, you'd be able to use it on your PC. No ifs, ands or buts or no dongles, no nothing <laughs> like true and being highly. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
customizable. Yeah. And, and it can work with any PC game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and haptics with other PC games. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that would get me in the door for sure. I mean, Matt Kennedy yeah. writes in the rumor in zone hardware, new headphones have me excited, but I'm more interested on your thoughts on the potential pro controller and gaming monitors. Oh, look at Matthew Kennedy. You're on it. And since we already answered his first part of his uh, question, a of like, what do you feel on their pro controller? He asked another part of this question of my PlayStation is set up at a desk. So monitors mm. are a must the potential for a new Sony PlayStation monitor with exclusive features for PlayStation have me incredibly intrigued. How are your PlayStation five set up? Do you play off a television? Would you consider a new monitor from PlayStation? Their specs seem really clutch. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. And Kyle, I hope you are feeling better. Aww. Thank you, Matt. Um, so I play off of humble brag an LG C one fifty five inch for most of my gaming, but sometimes on the occasion where I have to use like my my PC mic because it has the RTX voice humble brag, so I can play with the AC on. I'll play on a monitor, and it sucks playing on a PlayStation five on on a monitor is just not optimized well. So for me. Again, that monitor actually comes in pretty clutch for me as well, but that that price point scares me. Yeah, I mine is hooked up to my LG. I think it's a C9. Mm-hmm. I think it's the model right before yours. Ooh-wee. You have the new model. I I do not. Humble brag. Um, it's hooked up to there. Uh, whenever I do stream here at the my computer, I use. I think these are ASUS's monitors. Yeah. They do the job, but like it's. <laughs> I find myself actually kind of the same way I am with other games and other platforms like mm-hmm. Nintendo or Xbox. Those meaning like they don't have trophies, so I don't feel invested in them. Yeah. I know it's a silly thing, but I don't want to invest in a story heavy visual game on the monitor when I'd rather play it on my OLED. I actually 100 percent agree. It's like I'd I rather want the get the full experience. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to play any second of that on a non OLED screen on my TV because I love right. it so much. It looks great. So that is, if these monitors can somewhat hit that at like a, it's probably not going to be cheap, but like at a decent price point, yeah. I'd be, I'd be interested. But I'm not going to rush out the door to yeah. to get one day one. Same, same. Now, Cipher Primus writes in. Do you think we'll see uh, see the PSVR 2 hardware again this year? We've seen games, but we still haven't seen more of the hardware. Maybe towards the end of the year, because this thing ain't coming out this year. Maybe either, it, it, maybe in like November, or maybe they do something like the Switch where it's like, we're announcing it here in June, it's ready in February, and get your pre-orders when you can type of thing. That's what I, that's what I kind of think is what we'll see from the PSVR two. I man, I would love to see it again this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think we will. Okay. Unless unless it it's like a game awards kind of thing around that time. All right. Excellent. Of like the date and whatnot. Yeah. Now, Kyle, enough about this hardware speculation. Okay. As I answer the door because someone's knocking. I want you to read the next story on the list, good sir. You got it. Andy Robinson over at VGC writes, PlayStation is the latest company to confirm it won't attend Gamescom. Also, uh, listeners, while Joe is answering the door, please remember to tweet at Joe. Joe loves sweet num-nums. 
uh, for a chance to win $100 in PSN <laughs> money. Don't forget, comment in the video version as well. I love you very much. Let's make Joe uncomfortable. Anyways, back to the story from Andy Robinson at VGC. PlayStation is the latest company to confirm it won't attend Gamescom. In a statement issued to German publication Games Worst Chaft, a spokesperson for the PlayStation firm confirmed it would not attend this year's event, which is due to take place in August and will be its first in-person show since the pandemic. Other companies, including Nintendo, Activision, Blizzard, and Take-Two interacted interactive have said they will not attend gamescom's return gamescom's organizers claim that over 250 companies will attend this year's event but at the time of writing only a handful of major publishers including bandai namco thq nordic and coke media have publicly confirmed uh this is a me thing whenever i see coke media i think it's cock media (laughs) you should have believed that that would have been I, I have to get used to yeah, me I having a You have so much power now. <laughs> VGC understands that one issue is that many publishers have simply stopped planning pre-release game demos since the pandemic, such as those made available at events like Gamescom, and thus would have little to show at a big public show. Okay, so it seems like PlayStation's reason as to not partaking in this year's Gamescom isn't like, oh, we're PlayStation and we can you know do it ourselves. It does seem more of the route of, listen, we're finally seeing how the global situation has impacted the world, right? Um, and, or, or not the world, but the, the gaming world. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing so many publishers, so many developers kind of put all their eggs into actually making the game where they don't have enough time to get teams, organize teams to make that vertical slice. That being said, Kyle... What are your thoughts on PlayStation stepping out of Gamescom, whether it's because they can't put demos on the floor or not? Does this lend credence to what you've been saying for a while, that we're going to see another state of play soon? Because showcase. Showcase. Oh, you're saying showcase. You're saying. Oh, I've been I've been on the showcase train forever. <laughs> you're you're saying we're we're gonna see a whole. They're not gonna wait till September like they have the past few years. No, I I I think we're gonna see a showcase soon. Okay, and do you think this but lends credence if, to that? I yes and no. But if if the showcase still hits in September, that will. That I believe is the same around the same time as Gamescom. Gamescom's what August? Yeah, end of August. End of August. So yeah, so it's. If they are going to be September is now when PlayStation shows their showcases off, then that would make even more sense for them not to be at Gamescom. Just hold everything for their own thing. In addition to, I believe September was also Paris Games Week, which they haven't done in yeah. a very long time. Even I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Um, so. But yeah, I, th- I think that leads more credence to September being the big PlayStation showcase, even though I truly do think we're going to get one sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, I, is this a bummer? Not as much as I would be. Is it because it's in the European theater? (laughs) No, it absolutely not. It's because we're kind of used to PlayStation not showing up at big shows. Mm. But this is just another one. Oh, it 100% does show. I feel, 100% like, does. I feel like I've 180 where I'm like, you know, I think pre pandemic, I was like, yeah, put them all on a screen. I don't care about the audience to show me game, game, game. And now there's yeah, like, yeah. now I, I think I came around to it with the, the summer games festival. I'm like, actually I kind of do miss the, 
the pomp and circumstance. Yeah. I do miss the pageantry. Give me the orchestra and that lady singing the God of War theme before it's unveiled. uh, You know what? Give me, give me the, the freakers from Days Gone hanging yeah. from a ceiling. Bring while back the trailer's guy. Playing. I miss him. Yeah. I miss him. I, I took advantage of what, what we had <laughs> with the tent. Um, but no, like for for me, I'm, I'm missing those events. So part of me is like, yeah, this is a bummer. The other part is like, Joe, let's remember we're still not out of this yet. And like yep. a person legit died at PAX of COVID. Yep. Uh, so like, okay, I understand maybe big crowds right now maybe not be it isn't isn't the conducive mm-hmm. thing to, mm-hmm. to make it to make a, a good show Absolutely. maybe we want to hold yep. off a couple more months and yeah. at the same exact time we're seeing how COVID's had the effect on production because nobody has demos ready for this event so it's like why would we even go if we don't have really mm-hmm. anything to show mm-hmm. but i'll end on this point right here kyle show you're right. I think we're going to have, I think this is a state of play. Whatever's happening soon is a state of play. I think whatever happens in September is future game showcase. That's PlayStation's thing. That's for future games. That's that's for far, far away, right? That's for the Legend of Dragoon remake from Bluepoint. Exactly. That's for my, my Bloodborne Director's Cup. Please, for the love of God. Please, for the love of God. I I will pay the 70 bucks, whatever you want me to do. You want blood? I will give you my own. Um, but <laughs> Is I, that what they're waiting for? Just people to send them their blood from Bloodborne? I mean... I'll Joe will go to the blood enough. bank now. Right now. <laughs> you get free cookies for doing that. Free. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Um, but like, I, I do think this is a state of play where it's it's here are the games that are coming out this holiday because there we have Hogwarts Legacy we got you know uh, Gotham Knights we got um, oh my God what is the uh, I mean Marvel Midnight's Sun right for Spoken we got to see for the fifth I, time well that's the thing we haven't seen it since the delay and yeah. the last time we saw it had a bit of an okay showing I think for the the general consensus of seeing that. <laughs> Yeah. So like I I think they need to show that off again if it's still hitting this year. Sure. And and give us a reason to buy it. Um I mean I am, but like <laughs> I, I <laughs> Yeah. It needs to be shown off if it, it's a PlayStation exclusive game coming out this year. Yeah. They it need to show be. it off a little bit. Yeah. And also like Call of Duty is still uh, under the PlayStation marketing for right now. So mm-hmm. they do have games that they need to show off. Uh, those marketing agreements, those hands need to be shook and those deals have been made. So you do need to showcase to show what's coming in the next five months. But, you know, I think Pio said it on Twitter the best. He's just like, I kind of miss the PlayStation that would hype you up a little bit. Because like this PlayStation where it's like, we're never going to talk to you almost ever. Yeah. Is wearing thin on me. Um, Because I, I, you have so many of these great games out in the next six months. Why... Wouldn't you want to talk about them? So I, I do think we're going to get something soon that's going to showcase games in the next six months. And you're going to have your showcase in September where it's going to be like, here's, I don't know, we're skipping Spider-Man 2. We're going straight to 3. Right? Here's that very long rumored Uncharted 5 or whatever it is. Exactly. Here's that mystery game that Studio Malaysia has been working on. You know, here's yeah. Fire Sprite's game. Here's uh, Firewalk and, right. uh, uh, oh my God. Demolition? Uh, no, 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 no. Deviation. What? 
Deviation. Yeah. yeah, here here's this multiplayer game that we've been working on for years at this point. Exactly. So like you have all these you got 19 studios. They're all have been cooking up stuff. Yeah. They're ready to show some things. Here's another three games from Insomniac. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing. Spider-Man 2 is next year. Yes. Well, like, I want to see more of that. (laughs) If it's next year, show it to us. Absolutely. So for me, that's that's what I'm kind of like thinking. It's like, you got to start. The, the engines have to be revving at this point, one would assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, we even saw it with the Xbox Showcase. Not to, like, downplay the Xbox Showcase. I thought it was good. Sure. But, yeah. like, even there, there, they didn't have, like, your Fables, your, um, oh, my God, your State of Perfect Decays, Dark. Your Perfect Darks. Yeah, like, you, there was no Gears. And as a Gears fan, mm-hmm. that bummed me out. Not even the GoldenEye that we know's there. We see the <laughs> achievement list. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, I, I think we also have to put that realistic lens on it as well. But absolutely yeah that's it kyle listen we got a lot of weeb stuff to talk uh, about before we get into the weebs yeah see what i did there see what i did oh <laughs> um I like that. that's a new segment next year can we just briefly talk about it Sure. next year is going to be nuts for games absolutely like uh this year is pretty stacked already mm-hmm. but next year like final fantasy 16 Final Fantasy Rebirth. Yeah. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2. Oh my god. Uh uh, uh Forza Motorsport whatever number it is. Starfield, like, Redfall. Starfield, right? Re- yeah, there's like People have yelled at me because I'm like I'm not excited for Starfield. They're like I'm really not either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like there there next year is going to be tough for end of the year game thing. Oh, Redfall's really good. Oh yeah. Real good. God damn, Arcane. <laughs> Arcane just knows. Arcane just knows level design. Oh, so good. God damn, Deathloop. Xbox folks, when you play Deathloop and you pretended to hate it a year ago, you're going to really actually love yeah, it when yeah. you actually get it. It's exactly like if anyone actually played Death Stranding, they yeah, loved it. Exactly. You know, real talk. I know we're getting I'm real. Off. I'm really sick and tired of people saying that that's a bad game. I, I was, it, that probably has one of the best soundtracks in a video game. Hands down, when you're walking through the snow, yeah, my oh. god, or walking back home, like tears, yeah, churches. That's, I mean, that's the reason why I know that band and I love them so much, yeah. So, so stop hating on Just Training, yeah. It's a good, anyways, we get it. It's weird, okay, yeah. He's got a little baby container, we get it. It's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Kyle, let's get into the weebs. Yeah. Let's get in the weebs. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. This comes from this write-up comes from Gamatsu. Square Enix has announced Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on Steam. It is a remaster of the PSP title Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. It will launch this winter. Rigo writes in, do you guys think that Crisis Core Reunion will change the story to be in par with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yes, in some ways. Okay. okay. I have not played the original Crisis Core. It's one of my gaps in my Final Fantasy fandom. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a PSP around that time, and it just kind right. of like, that's the only way I feel like I could have played that game without emulating it somehow. Kyle, do you think I should get a PSP? 
I've been thinking about it because I want to play Star Ocean Second Story, and that PSP port is fantastic. I mean, should we just wait for the PlayStation Collection to, to add I that would, in? Yes, I, I would wait a little bit to see, because we know that Siphon Filter game, yeah. the PSP Dark Mirror, I think, is was rated. It's just like, I, have, I have hope. Yeah, it's like maybe like that's something that I could play at work for a little bit, like t- put away in my pocket. Yeah. You know? Like, I saw there was a person at, like, Coachella that took, like, pictures with a PlayStation Vita. <laughs> like, I could be that guy. Or there was, like, a guy on a beach with a Game Boy. Like, yeah, 2022, yeah, yeah. Year of Our Lord, mm-hmm. Grogu. This guy played. <laughs> Bringing a Game DS Boy. to a concert to take pictures. Yeah. So or, or iPads, if you're one of those people. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the worst. If you bring an iPad <laughs> to a concert, you deserve to have that iPad taken from you and then just whacked with. Yeah, oh, that iPad should be crowd surfed and then yep. promptly chucked <laughs> past the barricade. I want a wall of death, but like wall of iPad. So you, you do think it'll be changed a little bit? This crisis, a little bit. I, from what I know about that game, that game is super important, obviously, for the overall understanding of Final Fantasy okay. VII. But since remake part one. It's changing things up a bit without going to full spoiler territory, because please play that game before the rebirth comes out. Um, I think the ending of this reunion remaster will be be a little bit different and kind of. It's kind of a thing where I'm blanking on a show that has done this uh, very recently, but like at the end, all the characters will forget and it's just like a new starting point. Okay. So uh, you know what? Like Spider Man uh No Way Home. Right, right, like, right. Like like very much a all right, from here on out, everyone forgets who you are. Only one person knows. It is a yeah. new branching off part of the timeline type of thing. Okay. Yeah. So Kyle, I, I mean I saw the like I hate I hate with that we boil it all down to graphics. But like gra- graphically it, it didn't Wow, me. Yeah, it's a remaster. It's a PSP <laughs> but it is, game. It is a remaster of a PSP game. So let's yeah. keep that in check. Now, I haven't gotten any like pricing of Reunion. Just, just, and maybe uh-huh. I'm wrong. Maybe it's out and I haven't seen it, but I've scourged. Is that scourged? I don't know. The internet. Scoured? Scoured. There you go. Uh, the internet. And I've seen nothing of it. So what do you think is an appropriate price point for Reunion? Is this something that you're interested in? That you'll be oh. picking up day one. Hands down, day one. No, no questions asked. Yeah. Um, since it's... Oh, this is tough. Talk to me, talk to me. Since it's a remaster, I don't know if you can go the full $70. Okay. And I don't think it will, especially since it's coming everywhere. Right. And there ain't no Switch games that are $70 just by themselves. Ooh. So I'm thinking I'm gonna say forty bucks. Okay. If it's listen, if it's forty smackaroos, you got me. I I'm more interested in Final Fantasy now than I've ever have been. So I yeah. actually like looking at the gameplay, I was like, all right, actually I'll, I'm down with this. I'll 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 check this game out. So this is definitely a day one for me. Um and you're right, I don't think it'll be seventy bucks. But hey, you know what? Square surprised us before they do it again. They'll be like, we got to make up for those NFTs somehow. Yeah. (laughs) You know, hey, we sold off all of our studios that were doing fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, next game, 
from the Final Fantasy extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, also from this write-up is from Gamatsu. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Square Enix hosted a 25th anniversary stream last week for Final Fantasy VII. The first big announcement of the evening came with the reveal that Crisis Core would be getting a remake due out this I'm winter. Sorry, that, that was me. The, this is me. I, I messed that up. You're, Just continue. You're fine. You're fine. The drop the mic moment, however, came at the end of the short stream when a trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth was shown. The sequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake looks to push the meta-narrative of this remake project even further includes hidden in the trailer reveal that this project has always been bigger than just a remake. The only difference is that Square Enix has finally begun embracing a truth that in retrospect has always been the case set for 2023 for PS5. That is a little bit misleading. Oh, it just says winter, right? Next winter that could go all the way up to February, 2024. All right, fair enough. Same thing with actually Crisis Core Reunion. It said this winter it could be a next February thing. Right. Okay. That that gives them a lot of leeway. Yeah. So, Kyle. Hi, Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi. Let me poke my head out of the weebs. Oh, (laughs) man. I uh, first of all, a big shout out to Kevin Diaz and Kim Hawkins who joined us for our watch along uh, live react to this. Um, I've watched that trailer so many damn times. Yeah. I am so excited. That looks like this has this. You're not going to get this reference at all, but it looks like Sephiroth and Cloud doing the flashback mission in Nibelheim. Uh, That's got me very excited. Um, And it looks like I I watched. uh, I think I watched the Easy Allies live react Uh and they were like, oh, it looks like it might be open world. Because there was a marker of like, hey, this is how far you have to go. And it looked way more open than anything in Remake because we were stuck in Midgar. Right. It's very exciting if if Rebirth is is open world and and because like once you're out of Midgar in the base game, it is open world. You can go wherever you want in in that obviously they kind of funnel you into the story points to move the story forward, but you can roam around and, and go to jungles and ride chocobos and go fight the Midgar Zolom. I don't know why you would, because that thing will kick your ass at that level. But uh, yeah, I'm very, very, very excited. And nice. like, obviously, you hear them talking about some characters dying. And like, what are you talking about? That's not happening. Oh, what do you mean? You saw a vision of me dying. I, mean, I won't oh. say who, but. Like, it feels like they're just rewriting the story and giving us a new version, and I am a okay with All that. Right. So, actually, that's that that's a great segue to Cloudside's question. Which Cloudside, of course, I had to throw you in there. You got a cloud yeah. icon. Oh, you, you of know. course. Come on. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth made my not E3 Summer Games Fest season. A remake of Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core was a cherry on the cake. How far do you think they'll deviate and? add upon the original story in this part as the trailer hints at a major plot change involving a character wink wink nudge nudge yeah, yeah, yeah. and what happens to them uh-huh, in uh-huh. one uh they uh, or one thing that they altered one of the big decisions uh-huh. this is going to be a great year and and half final in uh, half great year and a half for final fantasy fans jesus i can't read a major release every six months yeah, he is 100% right. There we are feasting. Yeah. We get Crisis Core this winter. Oh, then wait, we get what's that? final What's You're buzzing. I'm buzzing? 
Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you're not buzzing anymore? Huh, that was weird. Yeah. Um, We get Crisis Core this winter. <laughs> we get Final Fantasy 16 next summer. Uh-huh. And then we get Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth next winter. Yeah. That is, not to not to mention Forspoken, which is developed by a Final Fantasy team. Mm. Like it is we are feasting. But to Cloudside's question, um I do think this is gonna be all new stuff. Okay. I don't think we're gonna hit the same story points. I think we are going to go to the same towns and whatnot, but things will be different. I I hope we get flashbacks. Or like an alternate view, because there are some moments I would love to see in this new visual representation of this world. Right. But I fully expect end of remake part one, they just were like, hey, forget everything you know. Everything is brand new from here on out. Now, this is great because, you know, what what your Final Fantasy is to my Star Wars Yes. Uh We're like you know, you're like you know nothing, John Snow, Star Wars, and I know like nothing is Final Fantasy. So this is red means bad, (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) Um, Because for me, as part of the Star Wars fandom, any decision that ever happens, ever someone's fanfic did it better. Sure. And if you deviate from anything ever in a Star Wars, how dare you? Right. And Mm -hmm. we will threaten. Any, <laughs> any actor, mostly actress, until they get off of social media about it. So, well, don't say we. You're not part of that. <laughs> I mean, I'm guilty by association. You know, I didn't think I mean, Rose was a g- great character. It wasn't the actress's fault. That is fair. Yeah, I do loop you into the Souls community That's sometimes. Fair. <laughs> so, so like, how do you think the Final Fantasy fans are reacting to? Well, you're gonna be changing them major plot points around like to me like that is just like like a star wars fan is going to threaten someone's life (laughs) you know what i mean sure i think the difference in being Mm -hmm. i think they set up that expectation so well in remake part one okay the way that game ends they pretty much tell you like the ending of remake part one does not happen in the first game right so like they they're they're already giving you new things in the first part, and then in this new part it's going to be like bonkers. Mm. So I I I think the diehard fans know that is the case, and honestly, the people that want a faithful remake are going to get that with the Ever Crisis game, even though that is mobile only at this point, which Ugh. makes me very very sad because that is like. When I thought Final Fantasy VII Remake, that is what I envisioned because it mm. looks beautiful. Mm. It looks like the old game, but just updated. And uh, so, like, there is a remake for both camps. Okay. Okay. Man, you, it seems like the Final Fantasy fans are just so well adjusted <laughs> comparatively. I am. I know there's some really bad yeah. ones. Like, Absolutely. So, but, like, I'm excited for this, and it's cool because I like I know the main plot points of this of this game, but yeah. don't know how they happen, and so to see things change, I'm down with. Now again, Final Fantasy VII, great game, not my game of the year, but the thing that's gotten me into Final Fantasy, uh, and so seeing this, awesome on PlayStation Five only, Rebirth, yeah, uh huh, on PC, 
Uh-huh. No Xbox. Uh-huh. That's when I saw some Xbox fans act like Star Wars fans for a second. <laughs> I was like, how Very dare true. Square Enix not mm-hmm. put this game on a platform that they never promised in the first place but i saw a sticker at the end of a box that said time exclusive deal ends on x date (laughs) but they said hey the other platforms pc um that was kind of telling to me kyle yeah i've been saying it for a long time all roads lead to square all roads lead to square very paved and and honestly and i think cam said this uh during the live react and it, it was a very good point, uh, even though he poo-pooed the, the Square acquisition, which yeah. I think is probably going to happen. And I don't um, want it to happen either. Just I don't either. Guys, Absolutely know. not. But he made a very good point of what if the entire Final Fantasy remake three-part series, which they also finally confirmed it's three parts, yeah. and they're already in pre-production of the third part, which makes me so happy that I will live to see the end <laughs> of this game. Um that the exclusive rights are probably in place until all three are out. Yeah. And then once all three are out, then eventually they'll come over to Xbox. And I think also when it comes to like production and what's happened globally, our good friend Ains, who is an old man over at season gaming (laughs) said it perfectly. He's like, maybe they just don't have the production right now to port it to other things. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of things at play here, but just try to be rational, you know, <laughs> I mean, about it. Xbox fans, you have 300 plus hour RPGs that just got announced. Persona. Yeah. Be happy. We never saw that coming. I'm happy for you guys because that game's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm very happy that Persona is being able to be played everywhere at this point. <laughs> Absolutely. That's it, Kyle. <laughs> we got another bit. This one's big. This was a oh, huge. I did not huge, know this. I didn't. Huge ooh. piece of news. Ollie Welsh over at Polygon writes: Final Fantasy 16 won't be an open world game. Final Fantasy 16 producer Naoki Yoshida is a busy man. He's also the producer and director of the hit online entry in the series, Final Fantasy XIV. Yoshida has shed a little more light on Final Fantasy XVI and the departures it will make from other recent Final Fantasy games. Most significant is that it will not follow Final Fantasy XV in using an open world design. Yoshida told IGN that while inspired by the open world games that dominate big budget single player gaming at the moment, he wanted to use smaller sections of more varied locations to convey the game's epic scope. Quote, yes, you'll find inspiration from recent AAA open world RPGs, he said. However, to bring a story that feels like it spans an entire globe and beyond, we decided to avoid an open world design that limits us to a single open world space and instead focus on an independent area based game design that can give players a better feel of a truly global scale, end quote. He also explained that while Final Fantasy 16 would feature the series traditional party of combatants, companions would be AI controlled and the player would remain focused on the protagonist, Clive. Quote, we didn't want to overwhelm users in our newest trailer, so we focused solely on Clive's battles, Yoshida said. That said, for most of his journey, Clive will be accompanied by one or more companions. These companions will participate in battle, as well as trade banter with Clive. That said, the party members will be AI-driven so as to allow players to focus solely on controlling Clive, end quote. Another interesting combat tidbit fed to Game Informer is that when the giant when the game's giant-sized icon summons face off against each other, their battles will vary widely in genre. 
Yoshida noted, quote, the overall game design of these icon versus icon battles, however, is meant to be unique. And in fact, we don't actually use the same exact system twice. Each battle is completely unique in its play style. And so we're doing something that's kind of a crazy. For example, if you have icon A versus icon B, that battle will be reminiscent of a 3D shooter. Whereas another icon versus a different icon, it's more like a pro wrestling match. (laughs) And then maybe even a third with one icon versus another icon will transform an entire area into a battlefield, unquote. Speaking on the game's story, Yoshida revealed to GameSpot that it will likely be the first mainland Final Fantasy game to receive a mature rating due to the, quote, difficult adult themes, end quote, his team wants to tackle. Oh, that's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of information. I thank you for reading it. And I'm honestly, out of all the projects that I'm excited for, Final Fantasy 16 is it. Because everything that they're saying, I am 100% on board with. So first and foremost, this is the first Final Fantasy with a mature rating. Mainline. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. They're, they're moving away from that T rating. They're going straight to M. And it's not like, oh, this guy gets to see blood and guts and boobies. It's more like, yeah, you're able to tackle more heavier, maybe more serious themes. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. The icon fights, those big monstrosities that we saw in the trailer that were like, oh, this isn't a cutscene. You're actually doing this. This is wild. I like it where it's just like, no, like when these icons fight, it's totally different like than what we're used to in this game it could be a third person shooter or or uh, 3d shooter it could be like a pro wrestling match like these things are giant creatures so like they're going to be playing differently their physics are going to be different so it's just it's an all-around just different way of play that has me excited and then the fact that this isn't open world because to me kyle my worry, it's also with Rebirth, is that like Final Fantasy 15 didn't hit with me because I felt like that world was so barren because mm-hmm. of its open world. And so by just saying, hey, no, we're going to make these things that are going to be a little bit smaller in scope and having just the surface level understanding of Final Fantasy 14 that I have is, hey, listen, we're going to have these kind of modular setups when it comes to like the level design where it's like, here's these little hallways, but they're wide. Uh, and then here's these huge arenas that you're going to be fighting in. That to me is way more appealing than an open world game because there are just are so many at the moment where I am open world fatigued. Like after Elden Ring, after Horizon, those two huge third person, you know, uh, uh, open world games. I'm like, I'm kind of out. So to see that this is a change of pace. And if you want that open world game, that's Rebirth. And if you want the more linear aspect, it's 16. That actually has me so excited. So all the news here that I'm getting, I'm actually has me really excited for 16 that I didn't think I would be. So where do you land on all this news, Kyle? Let's start with the pros, the things I'm excited about. Okay. Because there are some things that I'm not truly a huge fan of yet. All right, all right. Uh, I'm with you on the the corridors and the hallways and and not being a gigantic open world because yeah that's why I haven't gone back to 15 because yeah the world was kind of barren and it wasn't very exciting to explore um, so I, I'm happy they kind of are going back to uh, I, this might take me off the Final Fantasy fandom board so I. That I'm clinging on to whenever I say eight is was one of my favorites. 
I love Final Fantasy 13. Mm-hmm. I love Lightning and the crew there. That battle system is awesome. 13 is very much hallway into big open areas and then you get into smaller very like funneling you to a certain point. Right. For a lot of that game. And I dug that a lot. Um so if it's like that, I'm in. The other thing that I, I'm big on, I love that it's going to be mature rating because, yeah, I want them to tell like an actual story. Most Final Fantasy fans have grown up with Final Fantasy. They are grown as adults at this point. Yeah, I feel like we can handle that kind of storytelling in our fantasy RPG games. OK, so I'm, I'm happy that they're they're growing that way. I'm a little here. Here are the things I'm not jazzed about. All right. All right. I don't love that I'm only focusing on Clive. Mm. I am not a fan of only controlling this one character and the other party members are going to do whatever they want to do. I understand that I'll be able to probably program what they can do. Similar to 13, you can, the paradigm system, you can give your teammates what roles they are and they kind of go off. But even in there, you can switch between the two Mm. or the three. Uh, even with remake part one, like you can switch between the characters and use them as you see fit. Yeah. But this one sounds like, no, I, you are just going to be Clive. I'm a little bummed by that. Okay. Um, I'm also the icon versus icon battles. I don't know how I feel about them. All right. And they you don't feel like a big fight. I do, but it feels very gimmicky. I don't mm. want to, I don't want to play that as in my final fantasy. Okay. I'd rather just the, the humans, or whatever they are versus the monsters. I don't want to be the gigantic monster and fight another gigantic monster. I know I'm probably in the minority there, but it needs to feel fun to play. And I don't know how you do these without it being a QTE battle. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like to me, it's, it's interesting because we're seeing two mainline final fantasies kind of drift away a bit from the turn-based combat that made them so, yeah popular and, and synonymous with that brand and yeah though final fantasy 7 has you know a, a, a hybrid-esque model final fantasy 16 is an action game man yeah you yeah, yeah. I, I will i will say though and i have Go not played it. a second of 14 i trust naoki yoshida wholeheartedly yeah because yes. everyone loves 14 it is killing it it is running on all cylinders he knows what makes a good RPG? Mm-hmm. And he so knows it, that it, universe. He knows that universe. So I put all my faith in him and I'm excited for whatever 16 is at the end of the day. Yeah. It really does seem like they're assembling an all-star cast. Yes, absolutely. JRPG, mm-hmm. uh, Japanese developers. I think even the combat designer also worked on devil may cry five. Yeah. So like, wow that's stylish <laughs> combat like i can be kind of in on that yeah yeah all this has me excited we got into the weeb section y'all and you know what we came out actually kind of thrilled yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe i'm saying that gotta check for ticks i know i got <laughs> what would we call that in in, in, in while we're in the weeps oh let me think about it. Uh, yeah, it could be offensive. So you know what? While we're thinking about it, let's go into the next and the final big story of the night, sir. 
uh, Ed Nightingale over at Nightingale. What? Huh? That's a badass last name. Yeah, but oh, over at Eurogamer. The oh, site sorry. isn't called Nightingale. Oh, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Again, Ron Burgundy Anchorman. I read what Joe <laughs> puts on the screen. Sony reportedly discontinuing PS Plus retail cards. Sony is reportedly discontinuing PS Plus retail cards from stores ahead of the launch of its revamped subscription service. The cards have been available to top up PS Plus membership for one, three, or 12 months, but as spotted by Polish Polish site lowsigear.pl, they're no longer available. The move coincides with the launch of Sony's new subscription service this week, which has multiple price tiers, making the old retail cards somewhat obsolete. In the UK, VGC spotted that the retail cards are still being sold at Curry's, but are no longer available at Amazon, Game, Smith's, or Argos. Instead, they're only offering PSN store gift cards. On the PlayStation website, the PS Plus gift cards are still listed, but the link instead takes users to PlayStation store gift cards. It's unclear yet what the future holds for retail cards. Will Sony release new PS Plus retail cards pertaining to each tier, or will existing PSN store cards be valid? This is where things get a little confusing and a little lame. Man, come on. Don't do this. (laughs) Yeah, don't take don't. Use the new charge for PS Plus service from my PlayStation wallet. That's yeah. boring. Yeah. To that me, it's, may, how am I going to play all these cheap Platinums and buy them? Yeah, Don't yeah. take them away from that. I mean, like, for for like Game Pass, for example. I'm sorry I said the G word. So sorry. Oh, how, but, like, they have, like, Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. And dare you. <laughs> yes, you got it. Oh, my God. That does sound great. That's audibly nice. Um, <laughs> so that's what that feels like. Uh, <laughs> you know, like it, it is, it is like, all right, you can't have like essential premium, like on a shelf that could confuse customers. Like, what is this? But at the same exact time, like you put that system out there. So like, yeah. this kind of speaks volumes that maybe your system isn't as coherent as you'd want it to yeah. be. Uh huh. Um, at the same exact time, it does feel like PlayStation just wants your money. <laughs> yeah. And they, they're just like cutting out GameStop, they're cutting out you know the middleman as it were and just mm-hmm. like no you're if you're dealing with this you're dealing it through it solely with us it's it's like the amusement parks who you can't use cards or cash you have to at, use their own paying service and put all your money on their thing and only use that thing while you're at the park it's like every time that there's like a greek feast in your town you're like here's ten dollars here's ten tickets you're like what 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 do these ten tickets why can't i just Mm -hmm. use real dollars they're like no 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 here's 50 tickets and the zeppelis cost 15 you're like what the hell is this bizarro Mm -hmm. like i just entered into a new economy i never knew existed (laughs) like a mini country within a state you know within a county what is going on here? And then you're scheming on buying the tickets on Amazon <laughs> to kind of like make sure they match color for exactly. the next year. Exactly. Ugh. So it, that that's a that's a bummer. I like none of this news excites me. I kind of find it a little irritating that it seems like Microsoft's embracing retail while Sony is just so so excited to leave it. And I'm just sit, he, sitting here as a Honestly, PlayStation fan going, I can't even buy something from the Direct, uh, PlayStation Direct, because I always get hit with an error from you. Like, yeah. you're, they're eliminating options in which I could buy stuff from them. That's annoying. Yeah. And honestly, this gives me even more 
reason to worry about me being a physical only person. Because if they're even taking physical cards out of retail stores and it, they're just going to be a digital only thing. That's the only way you're going to be able to get those codes. Or be able to re-up them again. Yeah. I don't I, I don't like any of this. I, I I get that they're like they're trying to make it more simplistic because n- no matter what, whether you're going to like stop and shop or GameStop, you are buying the cards to pay for these yeah. the, the, mm-hmm. the monthly stuff. But like even then it's just like just just have them in the store. Like why can't it just be on one sleeve of a gondola and you see it and you're like, Oh, okay, I want premium. And you just like yeah. there's something simple on the back that tells you what you get with it. Like it's just yep. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just a grouchy old man. <laughs> uh, re- really a uh, quick sidebar. Sure. As a former retail worker, uh, did you ever laugh at the people trying to steal gift cards? Hilarious. On the floor? Never would stop like, them. <laughs> never. Them seeing like, oh, this is a $500 gift card. And then they go to steal it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, you have to load it. <laughs> first there's yep. no money on it right now yep. uh <sighs> my one horror story working at gamestop real 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 fast a kid straight up ran headfirst into the gondola and spilled hundreds of cards uh, uh, probably thousands because there's so many just yeah. on the floor during holiday yeah. and oh, i died boy. a little bit inside yeah i wanted to kick a child i could yep. but mm-hmm. damn was i tempted M9 Prime writes in with PlayStation Plus Premium game trials. I recently tried Ali Ali World while playing yes. the trial. I earned trophies in the game. Do you think this was left in on purpose to get people to buy the game so that they complete the trophy list? One hundred thousand percent, yes. <laughs> I think they were like, ah, oh, this is this is harder to do. Like, like I, it's like this is a this is a good problem we won't solve. Like they created a problem that well, benefits them. I also think the game trial is literally the full game just cut off at a certain point. Exactly. So it's not a slice of life taken out and put in as a demo. You are playing the full game. It's just locked at a certain point. And so they're like, oh crap! People are earning trophies. That shouldn't probably be a thing. And then the the producer on the other end goes, no, that's perfect. <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And then he high-fived his exec boss, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Again, this retail cards, I'm a little bit mixed about uh, hanging on negative, but that that premium plus scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about that. that um, that's, that's genius. Really, uh, another really quick sidebar. Yeah. I uh, One of my favorite things to watch on YouTube, and I don't remember his name, he tries to 100% uh, Steam Achieve RE games. Mm-hmm. Before the time limit of refunding the game. <laughs> so he will go through, do 100% achievements in the game, and then get his refund for the game. Oh, my God. They are fascinating. Wow. They are they're really fun to watch. All right. All yeah. Right. I'll take a look at that. Screwing over the developer. I think that's probably your most toxic trait, Kyle. <laughs> it's probably the closest I don't thing do too. it. I watch it. What are you talking about? I know. It's kind of like you're watching a crime when you're not calling the police. That's a Seinfeld-esque skit right there. Okay, then everyone who drives on the freeway in rubbernecks and looks at a car crash and keeps going, they're also guilty. Yes. And screw those people. <laughs> but we also do. It's just, it's, just, it's just human habit. We just always have yeah, to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's time for Flash News. Gotta run fast. These are, these are fast ones. Gotta run. Fall Guys free-to-play launch. 
also on Switch and Xbox launch. Getting some weird bugs and crashes. Shout out to my boy Ains, who started playing Fall Guys on Xbox. He's a fanboy. And he was getting uh, he was getting PlayStation prompts. So it was like, press X oh, or sweet. press circle. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And yeah, like the game just like when it launched on PlayStation, on uh, PlayStation Plus, a lot of, you're finding the menu boss constantly. So it's awesome to see that's getting a, a huge influx of new players. That yeah. said, Nathan writes in, question for the uh, Nintendo Nook slash uh, Achievement Hall. How great is having Fall Guys everywhere now? Glad it's free to play and everywhere available. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome for that team. That team oh, deserves sorry. every ounce of Reporting blood. from the Nintendo Nook. Um, oh. Yeah, no, this is great. And it was, sorry. Yeah, get back to work. Put less content in Mario Strikers. Less! We have fun here! We make memories! I ha- I have the prototype here. I'm sorry. Jared, for get, the next VR. get in that goddamn oh. toad suit. Go to Super Nintendo Land. You're making you're putting those goddamn smiles on those kids' faces. You hear me? You hear me? Sorry. I have the new VR prototype. <laughs> Lavo. You got very very violent, very fast, huh? Nintendo Nook. New listeners, that's our segment. Uh Nintendo Nook is just a Nintendo executive yelling about how happy it is here. How <laughs> they make dreams. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, Trust me, it's guys. a funny bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah, it's great for Mediatonic. Yeah. They deserve all the love they can get because that game is super special. And I love uh, seeing Nathan like on TikTok, uh, still streaming Hell Fall yeah. Guys stuff. Hell yeah, it's cool. Jane Foster. I need to get back. I need oh. to get back in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I miss it. You, you, do you have the the itch? A little bit. I saw that you could get the Ezio thing if you sign up for their battle, battle pass. Like you get an Ezio Assassin's oh, Creed really? outfit. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to redownload this game, huh? I mean, I think is it the Master Chief helmet uh, thing too? Yeah, you can make a little. They actually did like a little Master Chief, like Halo Three, uh, Fall Guys, a five trailer, and I, I enjoyed that. Oh, really. that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, Jane Foster, uh, her Thor drops in Avengers uh, sometime soon, so be excited for that. Luke Lore. PlayStation's mid-year deal sale. A lot of awesome games here on a sale. Lot. Uh Sekiro is the one headlining it, is on the thumbnail. Just go out there, buy Sekiro. Yes, it's hard as all hell, but God, is it one of the most rewarding plat- uh, platinums I've ever gotten. I love how full circle you've come on that game. It's really, it's, it, it is from software's best action. Action. Oh look! Look at this show. I'm, I'm just scrolling through. There's way too many games. I'm not gonna. We're yeah. not gonna go through them all. A lot. Go check it out. Uh, they have a Star Wars Republic Commando as part of the sale. Ooh, that's. I awesome. know you love that. Yep, Jedi Knight Two Jedi Outcast is a part of that sale. So good. Yeah, so yeah. A lot of lot of really great things here. Hey Kyle, question: Are you holding on to hey. something? I sure am. Prepare the drop. You are the latest deals and deals headed to the PlayStation storefront. This week, on June 12th, Weapon Blocks on PlayStation 5 and PS4. June 25th, Broken Mind on PS4. 
Fall Guys again on PS5. Again, you gotta earn a new trophy list as well. Milky Way it Prince. It auto pops, by the way. Ooh. Oh, okay. Ooh. I'll jump back in. Uh, Milky Way Prince, the Vampire Star on PlayStation 5 and PS4. Shadowrun Trilogy on PS5 and PS4. King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match Final Edition. Somehow, I, I doubt that's the final edition. Comes out on PlayStation 4. June 22nd, Drunken Fist 2 Zombie Hangover on PlayStation 5 and PS4. Fire Girl, Hack and Splash Rescue DX on PS5 and PS4. You don't need to look up that game, Kyle. Sadly, I think I already know what that game is. Fire Girl, that's that is that is we entered into the strange part of the weeps. Uh that you know? that game the is it, it is actually uh pretty exciting. I'm very excited for that. Oh, game. okay. It's not like the the Weebu adventure. It, 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 it is not what you think it is. Oh, wow, okay. A redo on PS4. Snooker Nation championship on ps5 somehow i feel like i committed a cre- a hate crime by why saying that. why did i get uh jetta jackson's <laughs> song stuck in my head when he said snooker i'm just thinking a land full of snookies oh dude no yeah. one wants that why oh. pizza on ps5 ps4 slight tangent here um everybody stop posting your pictures of pizza on twitter i will demean <laughs> you oh my god your pizzas I- aren't good I rarely side with Joe when he's being mean on the internet. <laughs> but I'm with Joe on this one. <laughs> Those stop. pizzas are not great. Dash, I love you. Friend of the show. Can't wait to have you back. You put up another Domino's pizza and insult the name of pizza on Twitter again. You're on notice. Luke Lore, your pizza crust is sad. It, it's, it's on Prozac. That's how depressed that pizza is. You come to New York. You come to New Jersey. Yes. I'll even take Connecticut to get a good slice. But the home of the pizza is New York City. That's just a fact. June 23rd. Deliver us the moon. I'll play PlayStation 5 and PS4. Deliver them pizza from New York. Also part of the uh, premium tier, by the way. Oh, nice. Sonic Origins on PS5 and PS4. June 24th. AI. The Somnium Files. Nirvana Initiative hey, on PS4. Hey, killed it. Yes, nice. He ended with a question mark. You're always going to end strong. Capcom Fighting Collection on PS4. Madison on PS5 and PS4. Pocky and Rocky Reshrine on PS4. Those are the nice. games coming to PlayStation. Yes. Yeah, and uh, as a reminder, next week after we record the main show, we are recording Patreon exclusive Road to Greatness where we do a deep dive in games and talk about them. Uh, this new episode that we're doing next week. I don't know why I'm stumbling. Uh, the community game as voted on, uh, on Twitter and in discord, we're playing ape escape. So if you have the premium uh, membership in PS plus download it, play it over the weekend. Uh, we will be tweeting out for questions on that game for us to answer and talk about on the show. Uh, so let's play a PS one classic. I believe it's one of the first games to take advantage of the DualShock analog oh, really? uh, thumbsticks because you needed them for this game. Yeah. You cannot play it without them. Oh, yeah, you're um, right. You're right. Yeah. So uh, it, it would be very cool to kind of go back and play it for me for the first time, for Joe for the first time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So play that game over the next over the weekend. Always and, uh, as a we'll kid, when I looked week. at Ape Escape, I was like, I'd rather not. Now the days finally come <laughs> and I rather have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for our favorite segment, the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, that's right, that's right, cowboy. 
All right. So you can send your comments, your questions over to the trophy room via the Discord server, which link in the description, or you can send your 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 questions over to at us at PS Trophy Room, and we'll answer them here on the show. My throat is hoarsed. Yeah, I am fading. All right, Struples and Bits writes in. You ready for this, Scott? Ready. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. With the mini resurgence of the arcade beat-em-ups like Streets of Rage 4 and TMNT's Shredder's Revenge, what's the next arcade brawler you guys want to see revitalized, and why is it X-Men? There is a new X-Men animated show coming, so it just seems right. Struble's and Bits, someone award this man a Nobel Prize. I feel like he's earned it. Kyle, I played TMNT Shredder's Revenge. And did I hype it up too much or was I exactly correct? Oh my God. There's never like this game got me out of my gaming funk instantaneously. Like, oh, this is, this is literally my super Nintendo game come to life. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. I'm headed to the platinum. I am 76% of the way there. Oh boy. Okay. And I suggest Kyle, there's a way to cheese the shredder portion. So like, not get hit by shredder. Yeah, Yeah. 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 But you gotta play like now, <laughs> like while there's oh, people online. Oh, before it gets patched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it gets okay. patched, get get on it. You okay. don't want a Kena situation on your hands. That gotcha, said, we gotcha. do have to beat the game on hard. Okay. You think we could do it? Uh, in story or on arcade? On arcade. Oh boy. Yeah. So we might need <laughs> to get some good. That's gonna be tough. We need to get some good players because I'm quite shit. Yeah. yeah. Same. So that will be uh, that one will be the difficult one, but like mm-hmm. beating it on easy or like beating it without losing a life, like you just play it on easy, you do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. and leveling up at all the the easy. characters to level ten is easy. Easy, I could you do don't that even tonight. have to do every cha- challenge in yeah. story mode to do that. Yeah, but yeah, new X Men um, game. That's it. That's all I want. That is that is a correct answer. However, I'm gonna throw in there mm-hmm. a new Simpsons game. That Ooh. Simpsons arcade game. As a non like Simpsons fan, same. I, I I that arcade game was very good. Yeah. All right, all right. and bits. But you're, that's your man like, of culture. X Men's why I love Colossus, and he's one of my favorite X Men. Yeah. Is because of that game. Savoy Prime writes in. Now that Edos Montreal has a supportive group backing them, which do you think we'll possibly get first? A remake of the first Deus Ex, or another Adam Jensen story arc? Personally, I'm cool with either one as long as they both happen eventually. I think you're going to see. I think the easiest one is a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. So if they go back to Deus Ex, I think they're going to do both games like PS5 enhanced. And that's Mm. how they'll sell it to you, like remastered. And then throw in like the original Deus Ex on there as well. But like just barely touched up. I I think they do a full remake on the first one. Okay. Because the first one was PS2? I believe so, yeah. It's time. Okay. I I I don't know if... I honestly can't go back to the last Deus Ex game. Because mm-hmm. uh, that came out in a very sad time in my life. So I will always equate that to that. So I, I will never play that that game fair enough but i i think a remake of the original it's about ten, it's about damn time all right yeah i can see it there you go uh drellish writes in hey kyle joseph what's up uh this might be a difficult question oh no 
I would like you to know, how have you two grown as gamers in the last year? What have you two played that has stretched or challenged your mindset? I'm not talking about difficulty level, rather than the con rather rather concepts and ideas. What has blown your mind or made you pause to think in the last year? Challenge me as a gamer in the way I think. I think roguelites. Implementing failure as part of a gameplay mechanic is such a such a unique thing that I never it never crossed my mind until I played, you know, uh, Returnal, and then playing again in Hades, where it's just like no dying is a mechanic. This is a thing, something that we usually punish. It's actually somewhat of like this weird weird reward, and it kind of also goes into why I love like Soulsborne games so much, where it's like at a certain point it's on you, mm -hmm. and roguelites are like at a certain point this is on you. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think I've grown as a gamer where it's like, it's on me. <laughs> and I like that. I like the challenge and I like that, that learning opportunity. And I think roguelites have um, expanded that as well for me. Uh, I, what I learned is I can't game as much as I want because I have a job. <laughs> that, um, <too. laughs> that sucks. Uh, but in, in all honesty, um, Elden Ring, like, I know I I talk crap about it just for fun. It breaks here. it, Kyle. It it blew my mind. Um, and the way it specifically to answer Jealous's question, it made me pay attention to the environment more. Mm. Of of what is the environment yes. telling me to do and where to go next and where to explore because in most open world games i would just go to a wall and do a loop just so i could shade in that part of the map yeah but with elden ring you really just any sort of like crevice could be a new oh, cave oh, oh. <laughs> who, who? Uh, it could be you know a, a new um tomb with a boss in it or like non-procedurally generated someone yes, worked at it by hand to put exactly. it in there exactly they meticulously uh, I, I very clearly remember my mind being blown at the Moog optional boss yeah. in that tomb, that cave, whatever, because somebody had, you have to go down a giant crevasse. Oh, use well, it, use it. Shaft, I don't know, whatever. Oh. But <laughs> you have to like. That, that's a boy's <laughs> like winking <laughs> that, Kyle. You've been yes. watching too much. Um that is a uh, like you have to hop between like tombstones yeah. on the way down, and they are so precise. They are there exactly where they need to be. Yeah. If they're an inch or millimeter off, you're falling and you're dying, and you have to redo the whole thing over again. So that is the part that I really learned to love. Mm. And yes, at 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 face value, I hate it because it's frustrating <laughs> when I don't jump the right way. But I just so. And now that I'm a few months away from it, I so I'm so genuinely impressed and astonished by what they pulled off. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I love Horizon so much. But, I have to get back to it. But goddamn, Elden Ring. Oh, did you notice when I wrote the goddamn book? What's Do you notice what I held up though? When I held on to something, yeah. my Horizon. strategy guide for Forbidden West finally came in. Beautiful. 
That's oh, it's, right. It's, oh, it's beautiful. Look at all those pages. It's a thick boy. Yeah. Lost art strategy guides, by the way. Absolutely. I wish they didn't go away. That that's a that's a retro radio Patreon exclusive show if I ever heard yeah. of one. Actually, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that tonight. Sure. Yuna writes in, hey guys, hope you both are doing well and staying healthy as you can. So I, I hold in my hand the chalice of gaming. My most holiest of light act as your gaming shield. I am still going through Trails of the Sky Trilogy. So I thought I'd give you guys one of the battle lines that I'm hearing with oh, my nice. twist. Oh, thank I you. I love that. I love that I read it in an accent. So my question is this week, what games make you think of summer times? Ooh, great, great, great question. As we have entered the summer months, these a couple of, sorry, these past couple of years, I've noticed that I'm always playing Trials games during the summer. And it may be JRPGs in general, because during the summer, with how much time is on my hands, I, I easily get lost in a long JRPG. So I throw it over to you guys. What genres of games make you think of the summer? That's a great question, Yuna. I got two. All right, go for it. One, got back into Sea of Thieves. Of course you did. Damn, I love being a pirate. Here's the thing, Kyle. Like, I'm really good. Like, mm-hmm. really good at Sea of Thieves. So, like, for me, like, the, the, the best thing about this game is, like, it's, it is kind of like the Smash Brothers effect, where it's, like, it's as deep as you want to make it. In terms of like surface level, anybody could play it and it's very balanced. Mm-hmm. But there's intricacies and little tricks that you could do to make you an elite player in that game. So to me, I think, and shout out to CJ for Player One Podcast for getting us in and being our Sherpa. That's what I equate to summertime because you're like, you're out on the seas, you're out on these beaches, you know, you're with your friends. Everybody has more free time because it's summer. Mm-hmm. That is what. I think of when I think of summer game. Um, and it's, and I've said it here and I'll say it again. The best games of service game that Xbox has. Oh, bar hands none. down. Hands yeah, down. Yeah. So good. So pure. The other thing, Yuna, for me is ironically, this is when I get into a Souls game. Like, this oh. is where I replay Bloodborne. This is where uh, I'll probably okay. replay and actually play Elden Ring. This Sweet. is actually where I'll get those big RPGs, those big games that are on my you know, my, my, my plan to plat. This is where I get those mm-hmm. games out of the way. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so when I think of summertime, I've never had a summer to just besides the last couple of years during quarantine. Yeah. I've never had a summer where I can just do what I want. Even during school. Yes. When I was little for sure, but like <clears throat> I didn't have, a PlayStation at that point in yeah. time or whatever. But like I I think of working at summer camp every day. I think of working twelve hour days at the at the park all summer long. Yeah. Um so summer to me, I think of games where friends would come over for like sleepovers. I, I think of Tony Hawk. I think of Twisted Metal. I think of Madden. Uh Madden. I, I think Madden. Uh, love that they're embracing him, by the way, on the cover. Yeah. I don't, we'll see how that game is, but, um, I, I think of like party co-op things. I think of like NBA jam and golden eye that I would play at my friend's house for, for hours. at ends. <laughs> I also think of Pokemon. Oh. I think of bringing my game boy outside. Okay. And fun fact, 
fun fact about me, I <laughs> can't do it much anymore. I used to climb trees in my yard. Oh, hot damn. Kyle, and, climbing and, trees. Yeah. And sit up there and either read a book or play Pokemon on my Game Boy mm. for like hours on end. Um, so I, I would, I think of me sitting in the tree catching Pokemon uh, awesome. for, for a long period of my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a lot that's, of goosebump books have been right up in top of trees, by the way. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of summer vibes, man. Gaming, I, I think I, I feel like I may get the most done during the summer when it comes to games. Yeah, I don't know, but you know what? Like recently, uh, Kyle, it's not like just work and stuff. There's just been so much content of just like outside. Like we got Kenobi, right? We got oh, Miss yeah, Marvel yeah, yeah, that yeah. you're enjoying. Like we yeah. got Moonlight. Like the boys. The boys. Oh God. So good this season. So like there's just so much that I'm consuming that like I don't have enough time for games. But it's like it's a nice little break that I'm getting away from mm-hmm. so that I can come back to and really enjoy it. So like TMNT, it's like, oh yes, absolutely. Like yeah. Fortnite, I'll still constantly jump back into yeah. and get all, uh-huh. all those victory royales in. So absolutely. Uh Gav Williamson writes in from twi- uh Twitter. I was gonna say Twitch. Uh with, which popular video game did you hate that everyone else seemed to enjoy sorry uh mr babbitt but i hated red dead redemption 2 the story was long dutch saying he had a plan quickly became boring i wish i didn't bother playing it keep up the great work as always guys hashtag sweet num nums yeah i appreciate you you know what we're unbanning banger you guys made me do this <laughs> sweet num nums is officially uh. banned Whatever you do, don't listen back to the show where you had to go answer the door. Whatever you do. Don't. I was wondering what you did there. Because <laughs> the story, it took me a while to read that, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. like, I walked back, I'm like, only three sentences, Kyle? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. God, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a great pick. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't play the original. It's one of Joe's favorite games of all time. Yeah. Uh, I didn't gel with 2 at all. It Same. was... It was the biggest ego stroke in a video game I could ever think of. Yeah. When people like Neil Druckmann talk, like writes out of his ass, I'm like, eh, actually, he's pretty good. You should you should take a look at those brothers over there at Rockstar. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't need to see horses, balls, and physics. You know what don't I mean? Need it. I don't I don't need to go hunt wildlife and them having actual like real to life uh, 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 life cycles and yeah. nighttime, daytime sleep cycles, and no, thank you. Tracking things, it was so hard to track things in that game. That yeah. map, very hard to to read, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I I feel like that might be my answer because I tried it, I didn't love it. It used to be Bloodborne. I have now eaten my own words. You're goddamn right. <laughs> I think I've told you, maybe last week, I've embraced it. I think I'm a Souls boy now. Yeah! Everybody <laughs> clap. We're all cheering. We're all cheering. I think I am, but yeah, I'll, I'm going to keep thinking of another popular one as you answer. Um, for me, I would say the closest one is Psychonauts 2, where like everybody's like, this is fantastic. Oh my god, it wipes the floor of Ratchet and Clank or whatever. And I'm like, does it really? Because I'm like, hellaciously bored. And it's nothing mm-hmm. like, it, and it, it comes down to like, I bet the the story that they're telling is fantastic, and not to tell take any way anything away from Double Fine because they're great, and it's not just because they're an Xbox Studio. I've been getting like really yelled at by people yelling at me about it. Uh, please stop. I have feelings. Anyway, nonetheless, whatever. 
if you're going to insult me, just use the right grammar. <laughs> if I have to, if I have to like cipher it, you failed. You just like take five minutes to troll me. Just five minutes, you're good. But like second knots was just like there was too much talking. <laughs> There's too many cutscenes where I'm just like these platforming elements are great if I could get there. And I feel like we're wasting way too much time in this lady's head. So let's move it or lose it. Mm. Um, that would be one. And oh come on, I'm sending you on telepathically. What? Come Tell on, me. Joe. Tell me. It's a Nintendo game. Oh. That you have notoriously on this show and oh. others have have talked ill about. Oh. Let me crack my fingers here. <laughs> Mario Odyssey is extremely overrated. There it is, y'all. You're welcome. <laughs> extremely overrated. It's a great you game. You can find Joe at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. <laughs> it's ex- it's an extremely great game. Like it's it's great. On paper, perfect. But outside of New Donk City, everything just feels like an idea. And though the mechanics are are fine, um, it doesn't wow me. I'm actually way more excited for Plucky Square Squire because I feel like it's playing with the aspects of Mario Odyssey I wish they played with more, which is like playing with the 2D, 3D. Yeah. Which I felt mm-hmm. like that felt like a gimmick over time. But here in that, that little indie game that we saw in the Summer Game Fest, I feel like they're going to actually explore. And I'm going to just say something really, and it's going to burn all my Nintendo bridges. Most Nintendo games, kind of overrated. Really? Kirby in 85? Ooh. Okay. You sure about that, bud? <laughs> I don't think so, Nintendo Nook. The podcast within a PlayStation show. I don't think so. That said, the only underrated game from Nintendo is Metroid, which y'all don't like. But here's the thing. The, it's a PlayStation. We've taken it. We've back. taken it. We're appropriating yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Uh-huh. You don't respect Metroid. You guys shouldn't have it. So we'll have it. Give us Samus. We'll t- t- take care of her. Because you yep. guys obviously don't give a shit. I'm sorry for the cuss. I, I'm so passionate. <laughs> like Metroid Dread is honestly one of the best games I've played in the last five years and only three million copies. Are you high and out of your mind? That and Splatoon. Splatoon um, are fantastic. The rest, I could take them or leave them. I, I I have it. I actually have an answer. Yeah? That's not Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. Uh, f- just Fallout in general. Okay. I can't, I can't get into Fallout. You know what it is? This is another good rant. I... I feel like with when it comes to RPGs with shooting, like first person shooter, like Cyberpunk mm-hmm. or Fallout, mm-hmm. I can't get into it. Yeah, I think the only one that I love is Mass Effect. Yeah. That's the only one that has RPG mechanics with shooting that I can get behind. Fallout is just there's just something about Bethesda RPGs that I just don't get. Oh no, oh no, we're gonna get we're gonna get hate for it. Wind it back I, a little bit. No, I won't. Right. I, I stop. Stop giving me all these options to pick things up because I'm going to pick everything <laughs> up with my OCD brain. And then you're going to say I'm over encumbered with cheese. Yeah. I don't care. I want all the cheese. <laughs> I go into a loading screen every time I open the door. Every time. I just, it just I could never get into it. The VAT system is a cool idea. Yeah. It just I don't know. Skyrim's just, great something though. Didn't clip. Please stop. Yeah. Don't like, Xbox people. Settle. Just settle down for just a quick second. We like Skyrim. Though it ate our PS3 saves, we love that game. Todd, Todd <laughs> Howard, more like God Howard, okay? Are you guys settled? Those procedurally generated planets are a really great idea. 
We don't lose anything by those little cool little knickknacks that are on the floor that note that you you picked up and you read. You're like, oh my god, this felt lived in. There was someone here. They had a story to tell and they're gone. Where'd they go? Yeah, cool. That won't be there. Thousand planets. Who cares? Put Randy Savage in the game. You know, mod it out. It's gonna be great. Cool. All right. That is the most toxic we will ever be on the show ever. <laughs> just, just, just FYI to anyone listening new. Let me, let that me get never a, happens. Let me find a PlayStation game that I don't jive. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking of, right? Like, I didn't love playing Shadow of the Colossus. But, like, I, I have to give that a second chance. Nino Kuti, really I'm it. playing as the president? Come on. Oh, the second. You're talking about the second yeah, one. The president of the United Agreed. States, he would get a poor person to do that. Let's, let's be real. Right. Or so send, send Leon Kennedy to a, a European country. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> with very outrageous Spanish accents, but you're not even giving you're not even gonna say it's set in Barcelona. Are you kidding me? Alright. So we got canceled there. That was great. Thank you, Gav. Uh King Henry. <laughs> Do you guys think the online factions Naughty Dog is working on uh will be a title that you need to buy or released through the new PlayStation Plus tiers for free? I would say if PlayStation was smart, PlayStation Plus tier for free. But, all right, Xbox people, I'm going to get you back in here. If PlayStation could squeeze a dollar out of a rock, they would squeeze. Bonus. 100% they will. <laughs> all right. And, and, and I don't think, like, I was with you until Neil talked a little briefly about it at Summer Game Fest where you said it best. I'm going to give you the credit here. Yes. I'm not going to steal your shine. It feels like it's going to be a Last of Us Division-esque game. Or, or that's what the artwork looks like. That's what I could see factions being the next evolution of. I think you're going to want to charge for that game. If it is as big and standalone as Neil is talking about. And not just the factions multiplayer mode. You're going to charge for that game. Yeah. Oh, you know what? To get the Xbox people not angry at us. Game Pass is the best deal in gaming. Game Pass is the best you deal said in gaming. It again. Game Stop Pass it. is the best deal in gaming. That's the only way. You say it three times and it... And <laughs> It stops three trolls from from. Does Phil you to Spencer show up in the mirror? It's just like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, so we got gamers around the world. When we all play together, we win. <laughs> That's it. Dewani Rockshire writes in, "Come to both of you pleading for help this week. The new PlayStation Plus launches in Australia midday today. Midday, mate. Uh, sorry, I am Whoa. so sorry. I am." <laughs> The show's running late and I'm losing filters. <laughs> I have drawn a few international lists and built a list. Kyle, let's get through this question. We got this. Midday, mate, is what you went with. <laughs> All right. International lists and built a list of games that I believe I will have access on the extra tier. I'd love to hear both of you. Sorry, from both of you, which game I should play first. So, Okay, we're, I'm clicking on this yep, link. He's using the GG app, which is a great app to keep track of your games. And if you ever want to send me virus, this is how you, you could do it. <laughs> okay, right off the bat, Ooh. Dead Cells. You kidding well, me? Well, like, I, I mean, Uncharted The Lost Legacy is on this, this list. I feel like that should be the number one destination. Yes, but also Dead Cells is, like, probably the best indie That's, game I've ever played. I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you on that one at all. Um, I think you you can actually probably play both of those in tandem. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, th- there are a lot of great lists games on this list, like Death Stranding is on here. Mm. We, we, we talked about that before. Please play Death Stranding. Please. Far Cry 3. Oh, you know, you were going to get one fantastic. comment. They're like, how dare you talk crap about Starfield? Boko Jima, it's a walking simulator, you know? It's a damn great walking simulator. I, I was there for the story, y'all. That's right. The gameplay, the sure, it wasn't like thrilling, but I was into that story. Yeah. So get off my back. Oh, boy. Meet me on planet 362. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Our full escape. Eh. It's a really easy platinum. It is. Really easy. I don't know if I would go back. Wonderful 101. Though I'm not a fan of platinum games or how they're, they treat their audience that are like English speaking by just blocking you, whoever that guy is. Sounds kind of like a little racist to me. Uh, Wonderful 101 remastered. Mm. The game looks interesting. Shout out to you, uh, Dewani, because I see a lot of golf games on here. I love you for that. Golf with your friends is a great time. Everybody's golf is a great time. Infinite mini golf. I haven't played, so I'm not going to say anything, but those are two great golf games. And of course, Tetris effect. Come on now. Oh, dude. Tetris Come on effect. now. Absolutely. That music legit made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> play in that game. I hear prey is really good. I couldn't get into it, but it's arcane and I believe in arcane. Mm-hmm. Anything they do is amazing. So, I would I mean, say for me, at Death the end of the day, this Prime. is a great list. Days Gone is, I also love it. But like for me, Uncharted Lost Legacy should be your first, first stop. Yep. There you go. And Kyle, if, if, I, if I dare say it myself, that's been this episode of the Trophy Room. Is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we head on out of here, good sir? Sure. Please remember to comment Joe loves sweet num nums in the YouTube video and tweet at him and the show and me with that uh, hashtag Joe loves sweet num nums for a chance to win a hundred dollars to PSN um, as a thank you to y'all from me and also as a way to pay it forward from Griffin getting me the last West Firefly edition uh, from PS Direct, which I'm very very thankful for. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mr K Step. Um, follow all the six one indie stuff at six one indie, pretty much everywhere. S i x o n e i n d i e. I'm very thankful to you all for sending so many amazing well wishes. Um, yeah, means the world, and thank you very much. Yeah, love you. I love you so much, Kyle. I'm so happy you're okay. And everybody, you can find me over at Mr Badbit over on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter at PS Trophy Room. Get caught up to date of all the things that we're doing over here at the podcast. And remember, gang, any moment, any day now, they could drop that God of War state of play. So make sure you got your RSS feeds refreshed and then waiting because I I am losing patience. (laughs) Let's go. Come on. Tap in the watch. Let's do this. So with that said, you can follow the show over at The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast over on Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars there. Get yourself able to win. You can even say, Joe loves sweet num-nums. I don't care if it gives me a five-star review. I'll do it. I'll say it on the show three times in a row on a repeat. Rate us five, really? <laughs> yeah. mm. five stars on Spotify. And honestly, goodness, we're about to break our goals for this year. We're... Our goal is 400 reviews on Spotify, which we had to move the goal twice already. That's how awesome we've been crushing it. We're halfway there at 343 almost. Um, and 
over on uh, Apple Podcasts. We are 366 reviews worldwide. I think 260 uh, in America. So if we get to 300 in US charts, that would be fantastic. That would be really help us out and hit all of our goals. And over on Patreon, if you really like what you hear, please consider throwing a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Sure, was that a little spicy this week? Was that a little on edge? Yes. But you know what? I liked it. And you can see an even spicier version on the post shows that you get if you're a Patreon supporter and you get your name read on the show if you're a Silver Plus or Up member. So make sure, you know, head on over to patreon.com slash PS Room. Help us out. We got some big dreams, man. Kyle sounding fantastic. All because of you. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody. Yes. Keep your wits about you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a okay. bad time for me to do that. <laughs> Keep playing PlayStation. Love y'all. You should have never given me this power. <laughs>